This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, now, the Shannon in the Morning Big Show Podcast. I need a concert review from Louie Louie. He was there last night. Oh, you must be exhausted. Yeah, the man's half alive right now. You're going to call him out? A little tired right now. He saw Guns N' Roses in concert. Wow. Did Axl Rose come out on time? Yep, out early. They started the show at 7.45. Why? Yeah, because they had, they sent out emails yesterday that the MSG venue rules the curfew. They they have a very long show, so they had to start it early. Oh 7.45 to 11.05. Wow. You're kidding me. Yeah. It's a new oh, day, Sunshine. That's very polite. I've never yeah, even heard yeah. of that. Yeah, politeness from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> well, they know it's a word They're, they're a changed yeah. band, yeah. They're... yeah. <laughs> So they had plenty to say. Oh, it was great. It was a great show. It was uh, it was awesome. Good you you would too. love their version of Live and Let Die. So good. They got any of the fire pods going on? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Can't Not as good that. as McCartney. You but, can't yeah. do that. What's song? a fire pod? That's one of it's like fireworks. <laughs> oh, fire just those things that live just go, go control. Live and let die. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> so, you know, it's that funny great. when McCartney does it. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of people who have never seen Paul, or, you know, haven't been to that kind of. He's been doing that since Wings, right? But they don't know it's coming up, and it scares the. <laughs> Boo boo out of People jump because now he's got him. He's got him on steroids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did. so let me ask you a question: What kind of crowd did they have? Sold out completely. Yeah, but Everyone who were they? Nuts. I was mixed. It was mixed. A lot, a lot, a lot of, of different, different folks. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, he covered Wichita Lineman. You, what? Yeah, what? this is a different band that you know <laughs> from Wait, back but, in the but day. Did it sound like Wichita yeah, it was. Lineman? It was great. It was great. It was toned down. It was really Guns nice. and Roses did Wichita, Wichita Lineman. Lineman. Yes, I would love to hear that. And and they brought out Pink to do their song <gasps> Patience. Oh, I love Pink. Yeah, yeah, they did a duet of that. Wow. Yeah, it's a very she different is, band. It's she is great. great. Yeah. Pink came out and sang the, Patience in the encore. Too. Yes. That patience about seven minutes long. Is that you know, they, she only did a little bit, not the whole thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, wow. it was great. She they honored Chris Cornell. No, down. no trapeze. No. They did a tribute to Chris Cornell. Yeah, I won't say what song yeah. because Kermit's going and Spoiler other people alert. are going to go. I don't want to do that. Okay. Yeah. It was great. It was unbelievable. Three hours plus. I'm exhausted. When a I lot of screaming. It, when I worked in Los Angeles, <laughs> that, that was at the height of. You know, when their first album yeah, came yeah, out, amazing. it was crazy. Appetite for Destruction. And he loved my show, oh, Axl Rose. That's nice. But Axl never slept back then. Mm. He would get up and, and, you know, he'd be up all night, wouldn't right. get up. But he would just stumble by the station uh, unannounced all the time. <laughs> he must have been on my show like nine like times. Like Richard Lewis yesterday, <laughs> but a little different. Did you kick him out like you did Richard Lewis? <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't kick Richard Lewis out. <laughs> kind of. It's time for you to go. That's all. <laughs> and he oh, went. Wow. Because we couldn't do a show. He had everybody laughing so hard. He was it's really great. Cute. It had nothing to do with that Vesta you were wearing, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
He didn't seem to. You banished him. What did he say? What did he say? I was at the Wink Martindale Open. Yes. In Bermuda. <laughs> Look at what you're wearing. Yeah. How about he also got Dan Taylor? Yeah. He said, oh, I didn't know they opened Robert Hall again. <laughs> By the way, if you didn't hear it yesterday, be sure and check out the oh, podcast. Yeah, we got the podcast. Yeah. Oh, it's the full interviews up. It's great. And you can't tell other people most of what he said because you don't deliver it like he does. He's no, so great. Right. He's very, very good. Oh, All right. God. I got to get going here. Time for you to go, Louis. Yeah. Get wait, wait. Go sleep. Shannon in the Morning Radio Broadcast Show number 821. Special thanks to all of our P1 listeners tuned in this morning. And you are just in time for the John Elliott forecast. You know, I really, really don't envy you and your job. It's because this rain just moves in and out. And you're trying to figure out when it's going to be wet and when it's not. That's got to be a difficult gig. I, uh, uh, right now I'm working on, I think, about year 13 of university. So uh, I've studied for some of this, Scott. Um, uh, we did mention rain yesterday, and we did have the timing nailed. But it is a challenge that I look forward to every day, and then I get to be on radio. That's great, isn't it? Well, thank you so much for being on our radio. and you put a bow on that. Brightening our days. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I have no idea what he just said. I know, but it worked. <laughs> but it sounded intelligent to me. Yeah. It is uh, 7.13 here at CBS FM. Jeez. Yeah, he had the timing just right. Here's Patty and today's. What do you mean? I, I said it was going to rain in the morning. Yeah, no, yesterday, yesterday. Yesterday. I said it was going to rain overnight into the morning. You said it was going to rain yesterday. Kermit, check the tape. I heard you say uh, Chance that. of rain rolling in late yesterday, overnight, Thursday morning commute's mm-hmm. going to be wet. Okay. I, I think you might have said it would have rained a little earlier than it yeah, did, Yeah, you, you said it was going to rain all day. I know. Oh, I've oh, heard Check you. that tape. Check that anyway. tape. I anyway. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm like he the left. Yankee. I'm like those he Yankee left. fans that wanted to fire Joe Girardi last week, Did and now they love him. He just threw his microphone. Patty's in here with the entertainment update. Uh, yeah, yesterday we told you that TMZ claimed Harvey Weinstein was headed by private jet to a sex rehab clinic in beautiful Switzerland. Well, today they're reporting his jet made a big fat U-turn and dropped the portly pervert in Arizona. He didn't make a U-turn. He never was going to Europe. I well, think. they made a U-turn in their heads then. Right, there he you go. He is possibly at the luxurious Meadows Rehab, which handles all sorts of addiction and behavioral issues. The Meadows has a program called Gentle Path, a 45-day rehab for sex addicts that includes equine and expressive arts therapy, as well as meditation and yoga. That's going to fix Isn't Big that Barf. the Michael Douglas sex rehab of choice? Yeah, what is equine and expressive arts therapy going to do for a <laughs> sex fiend? I don't know. <laughs> Meantime, we also hear Harvey's recent departed wife, Georgina Chapman, has apparently found a new BFF in Huma Abedin. That is, of course, Anthony Weiner's soon-to-be ex. The two are sharing the downfall of their famous husbands through their creepy sex issues. Did you read that whole story about how NBC TV passed on that whole special? Yeah, I sure did. They had the whole report and everything. They said, well, we don't think it's ready for TV yet. He was way too powerful, I guess, for them to dive in. And and now they're all piling on. They can't get there fast enough. (laughs) The Washington Post is working on a, a new one, too, I read somewhere. Boy, if that doesn't tell you something about how power manages to to take care of itself. Ronan, the kid Ronan, goes to NBC and says, I got this whole thing ready to go because he was a freelancer for him. And he said, it's all set to go. And they said, well, 
No, we don't want that. Oh, and no. then he takes it to the New Yorker, which which was running with it. And they said, oh, well, the story changed. He said nothing about the story changed. He said it's the same <laughs> it's thing. The same NBC story. said, well, he finished it up. It's doing great now. Had it all ready for broadcast. No, he didn't. It's the same story, the same information, the same interviews. Great, NBC. Go back to Megyn Kelly. Uh, add, an, <laughs> add another chapter to the Alec Baldwin <laughs> epic meltdown expose. As usual, this one happened on the streets of New York City this week. A witness happily called page six to say Alex was spotted screaming at a driver at University Place in 11th, says the witness. He called the driver of a big black SUV a meatball. A meatball. And kept telling him in the passenger to get out of the car. Now, of course, they refused, and he got out his phone, started videotaping them. They pulled away. He took a picture of their license plate and then petulantly threw his extra-large drink into the gutter. I remember back in 2014, he was arrested in that same area for riding his bike the wrong way down Fifth Avenue and then becoming belligerent and arguing with cops. Who'd want to get into a fist fight with him? Yeah, you would not get out of your car and go He's got such an angry attitude about everything. I know, I know. Doesn't... (laughs) (laughs) That sounds familiar. Meatball! (laughs) A lot of these stars have past incidents that are now coming out. Mm Mm-hmm. Like they have a video of Jimmy Kimmel from a few years ago on the street doing a bit, asking women what's in his pants. You know, this is the thing. If you think about how far this can go, we're all just going to have to go back to the the days of where women stayed in one room while men enjoyed their cigars in the other room. I mean, we are human beings, but... There is no moment at which you should lay your hands on or require uh, sexual activity from another person if they don't want it. So that's how about this? He asked the women to feel his crotch to guess what he stuffed in his pants. He says, "Put your hands on it. All right, put your mouth on it." It, it What? Oh my gosh! It's in the video. Oh man! And then there's a and then Ben Affleck has apologized for an appearance that he made uh, many years ago on TRL. Right. What was that all? He Uh, he put his arm around her and she went ooh like that because he uh, scraped a handful. Yeah, a little side boob action. I watched the uh, I watched the video and it looks to me like he was pretty well oiled up. Really? Yeah. If you I watch, didn't, I, no, I didn't feel yeah. that way. But I, but oh, you I didn't, yeah, no. You, you saw the video? Yeah, I saw it. He that seemed, was young, it. goofy he seemed, Ben Affleck. Yeah, he yeah. was a little goofy, but he just seemed. All right. He but you a, know, he you might keep have been his right. eyes open. I thought that might be a clue that he was drinking a little bit. Huh. Yeah, I didn't notice that, but I was more looking at where his hand was than his eyes. His, yeah. hand was, his hands were everywhere. <laughs> I yeah. know. Radio.com. Radio. I guess the Boy Scouts are having some problems. They're running low on uh, on members. Drop down membership has dropped down because of all the other activities that young men, you know, have in front of them these days. Sports, karate, music. Girls. Girls. <laughs> girls. Things girls. like that. So now the Boy Scouts want to uh, borrow some girls. From the Girl Scouts, though. So. Right. The girls, <laughs> That's the problem. And the Girl Scouts have their own problems. They say, wait a minute. Yeah. Our, we're, we're falling behind, too. Why are you taking what we yeah, have? Right. Exactly. <laughs> And they're not going to change the name of it. It's still going to be the Boy Scouts. So why would a girl 
leave the Girl Scouts and go join the Boy Scouts. You know what? It all has to do with the curriculum that they do. They're going to do the kinds of things that Boy Scouts do and Cub Scouts do, actually. It's it's more the Cub Scouts. that It's the Boy uh-huh. Scouts. The Cubs are the little guys. And so that's really what they're expanding. Yeah, and they're more the girls outdoorsy, into. where the girls are more... Arts and crafty, right? And next and next year, well, two years, uh, twenty nineteen, they'll do it for older girls, and they will allow them to become Eagle Scouts. So it's just, I guess, it depends on maybe the curriculum they're, we maybe, maybe they're girls who want to be around boys too. I mean, that's well, you wouldn't thing. like in the younger years; they're not going to be in the same troops together. They're going to be or. Pack. So you're going to be in a boys, a Cub Scout. You'll be your den will be either male or female, but then the pack, which is where the dens come together, can either be uh, both or or not, depending on whoever's leading that pack. Now I know why I never did this. It's confusing. See, my kids did, so I know all of the ups and downs. It wasn't that confusing when I was a Katie's kid. A brownie. <laughs> I think I made it up to a lion. I think I got a lion badge. Yeah. When I was a kid, I never made it to Eagle Scout. Yeah. I wasn't trustworthy, loyal, or helpful enough. <laughs> Are one, you now, Scott? Or one of those. He saw an old woman crossing the street and just ran past her. Save yourself. In Canada, in Canada, they do have uh, boys and girls mm-hmm. in the Scouts, but they don't call them uh, Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts. It's, it's they, guides, isn't it? They just call them uh, Scouts. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They, Maybe I think guide they have girl guides they in England, but I don't know about Canada. Yeah, but in Canada, they just they don't have boys. They don't have a gender. Mm-hmm. Specific. Yeah. Uh, this Be is, fun at camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a story that's got me befuddled. Yeah. Happened in Utah. Okay. A mom left her three-year-old boy... In a corn maze, you know, you go have I've fun. been in corn mazes myself. Right. Well, left her three-year-old boy in a corn maze yeah. and didn't realize it till the next morning. What? Yep, a home alone situation. Wait, wait, wait. No, it says family members didn't notice that a three-year-old boy was missing when they left a corn maze in Utah on Monday night, nor did they notice his absence at bedtime or overnight. At 8 a.m., the boy's mother finally called police. It had been 12 hours since a woman discovered the crying boy alone at the crazy corn maze. Wow. How many kids in the family? Let's see. He's got uh, a brother. He revealed the age and the names of his brother and the cat. Family cat. So he knew of that. The owners couldn't locate his family. He was turned over to authorities. Tuesday morning, the boy's mom woke up, noticed he was missing. One's missing. Wait wow. a minute. Don't you put your three-year-old kid to I, bed? Well, yeah. I would think so. I, that's why I asked how many kids, because I I had a friend who had nine kids in her family, and the mother was working really hard in addition to everything else, and she would, each of the kids, older kids, would take turns dealing with the little ones at bedtime. That's how many kids thing. were on the Waltons? Oh, uh, they, they had a bunch seven, of them, didn't they? Six, six kids, or, six a lot or of seven. Kids. Yeah. Then you have those blended families. Uh huh. Like the Brady Bunch. But yeah. I think there's only two in this family. Oh, my gosh. How could you not keep track of two people? I believe they had family and friends over, and in total, she was had 10 kids in the house. Yeah, but still, if you only have 
if they only have two of your yeah. own children, you should know. The three-year-old kind of gets priority about going to bed and yeah. making sure their little teeth are yeah, brushed. The three-year-old. They're fed. Yeah, I remember one day I was driving and I was just so out of it and so tired from being a young mother. And I looked in my rearview mirror. And, you know, we have that mirror in the car. Not the rearview mirror, but a mirror in the car so you can look at your babies. And I was like, one, two, three, four. Okay, I'm good. You actually had to count yeah. your kids? <laughs> That's your story? That's my story. That's it. She didn't leave anybody anywhere. I thought you were going to tell. I, I, didn't leave, I didn't leave the baby on top of I the I showed up to hear like your that. story and you got nothing. <laughs> I counted my kids. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. What do you want, a medal? Well, I'm a good mom. I counted my kids. They well, were you don't there. have to tell people you're a good mom unless there's some suspicions about you being a bad mom. For yeah. God's uh, sake. I thought she was going to say she left one on the roof oh. or something. I don't know. It's like somebody who says, I'm really smart. She you're just like, wanted wow, to jump in there. She smart. just wanted to contribute something. Oh, well. hey, you know what I did? I actually uh, looked there. I counted. Made what? sure I had my kids there. That's the kind of mom I am. What about me? Where's my medal? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, 7.56 stop. here at CBS FM. Uh, she's been busy this morning. she got a lot going on. Sue in traffic right now. She's a good mom. I know. I just heard about it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Shannon in the Morning Big Show Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.